No rest for the wicked, and it is victims of the punt time. Good Friday. We're recording this very early Friday morning if you're in WA. Otherwise, normal time over east. But we've got an outstanding meeting at Rose Hill coming up this Saturday. Uh, nine races. The feature, of course, is the Tancred Stakes and the Vinery Stud Stakes. Mark Sheen, what's your initial impressions of this meeting? It's not too bad. Um, we've got good weather, and the track should um, should hold up quite well on Saturday, I feel. Uh, rails going out to the six-metre mark, so we'll just have to assess how they... Uh, turn out in play, but um, yeah, the weather's good, so we've got a nice meeting. Okay, excellent. Mark Roden, welcome to the show. Do you have any preset thoughts on how the track might play? Just on a six metre rail, I wouldn't be looking for sweepers or horses to get back. <clears throat> um, just with the rail in that position, I would expect on paces to be suited, but with a drier track in prospect, um, hopefully most get their chance. Okay, beautiful. Uh, we're going to run through the entire card. We'll start with race one, which is the Group 3 soft drink. Uh, Conrad, his favourite at the moment. Best available is $3.80 at this stage. Uh, that's with a few of the deductions for emergencies, so just be warned there. Uh, from Safe, with your blessing and Converge, uh, Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Any angles or any thoughts for race one? Yeah, pretty keen on Conrad here. Um, he looked a little bit unlucky on debut uh, behind Mizzou, who should have won the Pago Pago off that. And then he went to uh, Wyong. Admittedly, it was a one-lane highway, and he was in the best ground, but this horse uh, does ooze to me that he wants 1,400 metres. He will race on speed, probably sit outside, converge, I would think. And uh, I think he gets in a nice position and, and will win the first. Okay, very good. Mark Roden, your thoughts on Conrad, the favourite? Uh, I have him on top. I'm not quite as bullish about it as um, Mark is, but I think he's clearly the one to beat. I'd j- just... Having to come across from that gate, maybe Converge holds him out, and I would probably want better than $4 to make it a betting proposition. But that said, I'm certainly not really looking to bet around him. <clears throat> I thought Converge ran really well um, first up after a wide trip uh, behind Shakiro. And with your blessing, closed off quite well in that same race. I think they're the main dangers. Um, yeah, I uh, not a betting race for me at this stage, but uh, certainly Conrad, clear, top pick. Okay, let's jump to race two, which is the Group 3 Neville Selwood, over 2,000 metres. Master of Wine, his favourites, $2.50, best available from Shared Ambition, $3.40. On Tont, $4.20, and the rest are well and truly into double figures. Mark Sheen, run us through to Neville Selwood. Uh, yeah, well, uh, you would think at the weights here, Master of Wine and Shared Ambition would be the, the two to beat. Um, not really fussed on Entente, who, or even though he'll probably roll forward and control the race I just don't know whether a master wine is flying admittedly uh, he was in a strong race the other day but don't know that he's showing the same ping at the end of his races as he was um, in the preparation that saw him uh, win a couple of races and then went fourth in the Queen Elizabeth I'm not sure he's the same horse as that and shared ambitions a bit up and down as well look one on top but uh, I don't want to bet in the race uh, I think that's actually quite fair, Mark Roden, looking at the, the sectional data on punting form. Uh, it's coming, well, Master of Wine's coming out of two very slowly run races for the most part, and it hasn't necessarily recorded anywhere near the same figures or splits. Yeah, I, I mentioned um, last week that I wasn't actually that enamoured of the Ranvet um, as a race entirely. I thought they were slowly run and they didn't really close off as a group. That uh, impressively, I, I said I didn't think very elegant or they went to their best in that race. Master of Wine wasn't really suited, but he just sort of ground away. Um, as Mark said, no, no zing or zip at the end of his race at the moment. 
For that reason, I'm pretty keen on shared ambition. I thought he was he wasn't beaten far in a really fast run Australian Cup. I mean, he's run 11th or something, but he's only beaten a couple of lengths. And um, I, I quite like the Australian Cup as a form reference. Uh, he was flying before that. He knocked off Mount Popper at 1600 metres first up, then ran a very good second at Caulfield to Paradis. Um, Cool more Jim McDonald takes the ride uh, tomorrow, and I have a, I actually lean to him uh, over Master Wine, um, have him favourite. So, seeing the markets the other way around, I've got a bet um, on Tom gets control, but probably likes the class of the other two, and there's a pretty good gap for the rest. So, yep, shared ambition for me. Okay, let's have a look at the Tullock. Oh, I'm very interested to get your thoughts on this race. Uh, Two thousand metres, <clears throat> Cherry Tortoni is favourite. Four dollars forty is best available. Shading Young Werther from around five dollars. So is Favreau. Uh, the frontman five fifty. Yale Town six fifty. It's congested at the top. Mark Sheehan, what's your thoughts on Cherry Tortoni? First of all, um, look, I went looking for him. I know his three wins have all been on wet ground, which is a slight concern to me. I know he's run some good races on top of the ground. He has had a run in Sydney over 2,000 metres where Favreau um, beat him home fairly convincingly, I thought. I think Favreau is going a lot better now than he was that preparation. So having said that, I am going for Favreau. Um, this horse was very green last time in, and his two best runs were when he got to the gloaming over 1,800 and the 2,000 spring champion. Now, he hasn't got to 2,000 this preparation yet until Saturday, and he's put together two wins. Those other two runs were coming off failures in Maiden, so to my eye, he's going a lot better, and uh, he beat Cherry Tortoni home in the spring champion, and I like him to do it again on Saturday. Okay, beautiful. Mark Roden, your thoughts on the telly? Yeah, interesting. I... I've been impressed with the way Favreau's going. I'm just not 100% sure where he ends up from the extreme outside barrier. Um, at the set weights, I thought Cherry Tortoni, well, there's only about four or five who are remotely well placed at level weights. Um, Cherry Tortoni, Young Verda, the front man, uh, and then Favreau and Yaltam, uh, the young ones you really consider as set weights um, under the set weights conditions. I found young Verda, Verda, however you want to say it, um, has been very little between him and Cherry Tortoni, uh, both in the betting and on the track a couple of times, and I think young Verda's drawn for the better run here. Uh, I know Dicko was very backed him to win um, the national bet in the VRC Derby last spring, but it probably just came up a bit quick for him. He's ticking over very nicely. The, the pair of these horses weren't suited behind Grand Slam in the Alistair Clark last start, but certainly both did enough, I thought. Um, just, I've got them together, and the, the price differential, I'm, I'll probably back young Vertha. Um, Cherry Tortoni, a, a great chance, but uh, similar to Favreau, he's back, or I think he goes straight back, which, um, as I alluded to earlier, I think on the six metre rail won't be a plus. Um, Yale Town's on a, an upward spiral of sorts and will get uh, one of the better runs in the race. The front man is a, a New Zealand improver from the right camp, but they're keeping him safe enough, I think. And yes, Favreau, the, the, the other main chance. But <clears throat> it's a pretty congested market uh, with those five main chances, but I think young Verta is a bet. Yes. What do you think about that, Mel? Uh, sorry, the New Zealand form, uh, Mark? Milford certainly didn't frank it last week, did he? No, he didn't. He didn't. Um, yeah, just looking at the, you know, the, the figures I use, it's, it's they're competitive, but not certainly not a class above or anything. He's probably in the race, and you just got to respect Murray Baker. Um, yeah, absolutely. I suppose. Yeah, I'll be looking for a push from 
Robin, yourself, Mark Sheen, regarding Young Verdo, he's paraded outstanding the last couple of times. We've seen him down in Victoria, so as long as he's transferred that, that'll be a good lead to how that horse is going up in Sydney. Uh, race four, the Emancipation, Group two, over 1,500. Crone, winner at odds last start, favourite at 3.30 here from Nimalee at 5. All Saints Eve, 7.50. Ice Bath, 8.50. So sweet deal. Graceful Glamour, $10 best available. Mark Sheen, run us through the Emancipation. Um, yeah, well, I, I suppose I'll get good speed here with Graceful Glamour and also Irathea going forward, you would expect. And um, Rich Hips might race a little bit closer than it did last start, uh, but a bit slowly away. Look, I haven't been on Cronin's last two, and in fact, it's won its last three. But by Craig, it's been impressive and should get a very similar run here on Saturday. Second favourite, Nimalee, coming off a setback where it uh, missed a run. It has had a trial and also a gallop uh, in between races at the Kensington uh, with a stable mate. So it's probably had enough work, but um, I just find Crone hard to fault here with a very similar barrier, even though, you know, a few horses meet her a little bit better at the weights, but she looks to be flying. Yeah, Mark Roden, you found Crone a couple of times or once at least this prep. Uh, you sticking with it? Her? Um... I've got her second to Nimalee, to be honest. I, um, she was great at the Gold Coast. Then she won when I was on uh, her first Sydney run and then, of course, won the Coolmore last start. Uh, not as well. I mean, she, she carried a bit of uh, a whack of weight in the Coolmore as well. So, you know, the weight alone is not going to be the thing that stops her on um, Saturday. That, but just with me, that's her best ever run. Um, she's done it three times in a row due to come off at some point, I think, and at around two to one. I mean, I think she's a huge chance in the race, but I don't want to take that price. I thought Nimalee was outstanding, absolutely smashed the Abash um, first first up. You know, it's what, six, seven weeks, unfortunately, since then, but uh, the tick over trial and uh, other pieces of work since then. Hopefully, if she's if she's fit and, fit and forward enough, she's drawn to get a perfect run, I think. She is the one to beat. Wouldn't be at all surprised to see massive improvement from Graceful Glamour, who was punching on three deep on the speed in the All-Star Mile on, on, on what had become a pretty testing track by that stage at Mooney Valley and got beaten 200 metres. But dry tracks in Sydney, that's her go, and um, she'll be up on the speed, which I suspect would be the place to be. Wouldn't be at all surprised to see her improve. And then, yeah, there's a raft of them. All Saints Eve was good enough in the Coolmore. Um, uh, pretty got sweet deal, could win on its best, but I'm not sure she's going that well. Ice bath probably wants a wet track, and the rest I don't think are up to it. But um, yeah, reasonably clean on Nimalee. But if Crone uh, repeats what she did last start, um, she would, would probably win, to be honest. Okay, race five, Star Kingdom, group three over 1200. California Zimble, 460 from Prime Candidate, 850. Senior Fox, uh, Pandemic, Roheron, they're all around that $10 mark, and then Peltzer. Easy Eddie, eleven to twelve dollars a piece. Uh, Mark Sheen, the speed map here probably sets up quite nicely for a horse like Prime Candidate. Yeah, Prime Candidate had to do a lot of work to get across there um, last time out, and he's drawn um, a lot better here, so he should be able to find the rail and lead. With um, I'd say Wisdom and Water coming across to sit outside him, I think California Zimbal just lobs into a perfect spot here, right behind him in third. She looked fit enough the other day, but she definitely had improvement. She's got a great record second up. And I just think with the map uh, where she's going to lob, she looks the winner to me. I'm a little bit worried about Senor Fox here. He's had a throat operation, but um, I've liked his trials and he's drawn soft here from barrier number one. 
And I think Easy Eddie on the quick backup looks a bit of value as well. He was placed in a Galaxy on a quick backup before. They were going to do that, but uh, out of the California Zimbabwe race, but of course they got washed out and back a week. His run was okay the other day in fast time, so he's got some chance. But I think California sets up nicely here. Yeah, Mark Roden, you backed it obviously first up. One has a pretty strong second up record, the horse as well. Uh, sticking fat. Yeah, California Zimbal. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's the one to beat. Um, yeah, I, I'd like to... I, she's about backable, I think, in her current price. I'd, I'd like to be on her. Um, away from her, though, I found it a bit messy. Um, there's some interesting runners, like Prime Candidate, as you mentioned. Peltzer coming back to 1,200. Obviously never went away from Randwick, but they're... Um, you know, the Randwick Mile seemed to be his go and um, they've abandoned... Well, they're trying something different with him, dropping back to a sprint trip. Um, I thought Coruscate was an interesting runner. First two runs of his preparation last time in were clearly his best two. I mean, he's giving weight to them all. But um, just with what he was able to do fresh um, <coughs> last prep, I wouldn't want to be losing on him at around $16, $17. But um, California's involved, definitely the one to beat. Okay, like that little angle there with Coruscate as well, uh, winning the Testarossa first up last prep. Uh, Binary Stud Stakes, Group 1 over 2,000 for the three-year-old fillies. You've got Harmony Rose, favourite at 280. Uh, Hungry Heart, 6, so is personal. Impecunious, $12. Force of Will, 13. Miravales, 14. Just sort of drifts out from there. Uh, Mark Sheen, Harmony Rose, favourites uh, for this race. Your thoughts on that, Runner? Well, it looks a walking race. There's just no speed in this race at all. Um, at the very worst, she'd be second or third in the run in what we would expect to be a slowly run race. So I think she gets all favours map-wise. Had to do a lot of work there in the early stages in the Randwick Guineas, which was a race that did suit the horses sitting back off the speed. Probably got to a short enough price now, but the fact that she's going to get control of with such a good run certainly swings me her way. I don't know what to make of that Melbourne form with um, Purcell and Starrell. Zoo Dancer just gave them a flogging two runs ago, didn't they? And then they finished together the other day. So I don't know if that form's any good or not. What do you think, Mark? Um, the Flemington run last start that Starrell won, I think that the key to that race was that it was really it was a really fast pace and I thought Personal just hit the front too early and was a sitting shot for Starrell. But, you know, the market's thinking that way here. Um, Star Rail's beaten personal last start and won $6 and the other's 19 So um, I've got a bit of time for personal, but um, I learned it in Sydney form over it though. How do you handle a setup like that where personal's come from two very fast run races and now drops into a race with basically no speed? Well, I, I think well, the connections are going to have to make a decision here from barrier 10. Um, I think ideally they'd like to ride personal with um, Sort of midfield trail, but that's yep. not going to pan out. So I assume they roll forward and try to get in, which might not suit her either, despite the lack of um, speed on paper. I mean, it sets up perfectly for Harmony Rose, but I don't think she's far up. And 280, look, the map might get a home, but I can't take 280. I think the fact that it is going to be a walking race, it certainly appears it's going to be a walking race, um, gives Hungry Heart a great chance because I think she's got the best turn of foot in the race. And She's a horse they've traditionally preferred to ride very quiet and back, and she can be a bit of a risky beginner on occasions too. But from barrier five, if they can just make some use of that and get midfield, um, and it becomes a four or 600 metre race, I think she's got the best sprint in the race. And at um, $6, I'd, I'd back her to run past them. Yep. And she wasn't 
necessarily suited versus the day uh, when she won the far lap either. She came no, from off speed. Not at all. She, was she was the first horse on that um, card to make any sort of ground like that from the position she was in too. I, I was quite impressed with it. Yeah, again, you know, it wasn't a great race, but neither is this. Um, I think if she is in touch, she might be able to outsprint him. Okay, let's have a look at the other group one, the tank route, over 2,400. Sir Dragon A, well, slight favourite, $6 from Melody Bell, $7. Angel of Truth, Spirit Ridge, they're around eight fifty to nine fifty. Toffee Tongue's the same, so is Mirage Dancer. Double figures, the rest of them. Uh, Mark Sheen, are you finding anything here that appeals? Obviously a very tough race, but I thought Mirage Dancer did enough the other day um, over a shorter trip. Um, he gets out to 2,400 metres on top of the ground he won the metropolitan uh here of course uh, in the spring good record at 24 sets up nicely from that draw and uh, i thought he had a good chance uh, angel of truth obviously probably not as wet as he would like but um he does race well off a quick backup you want a derby off a backup and uh he comes out of that weight for age race uh, which is probably a stronger weight for age race than this race and I thought she's idea wasn't entirely hopeless at the odds. I couldn't let her win without. Uh, I'd, I'd neck myself if uh, if it uh, if it lobbed and I wasn't on it. So around the twenty-five dollar mark, might have a spec on her. I think Spirit Ridge. Um, I'm just a bit worried. It might be a bit too quick for him. Second up, twenty-four hundred metres. He looked a bit big the other day and sweated up. So he could be an improver from the yard. But uh, I thought Mirage Dancer would get a lovely run here and represented a bit of value. What do you think of Melody Bell? She's obviously won a billion New Zealand Group 1s, but I'm not sure that necessarily means a great deal. And first start at 2,400. Yeah, 2,400. Um, a Sydney form looks pretty ordinary. She's only put in one yeah. decent run on a wet track, I think, in the Doncaster. Um, yeah, and they said she tied up after work on Tuesday, which doesn't sound ideal either, so I'd want a better answer myself. Well, if I'm potting her, I may as well pot Sir Dragono while I'm at it. He's been toey for at least his two Melbourne runs. and Oh, he was out of control in the yard yeah. there last week as well. Okay, so Mark Roden, if I'm potting the top two, who do you have for me? Nothing. <laughs> it's, a, it's a horrible rush. It is It is awful. I mean, I've... I've nobody Bell's probably the closest thing I could find or bet because I think, I think her and Sir Dragono are the only two horses who had any pretensions at all to being called wait for age um, horses, yep. and uh, as you pointed out, you, they both have plenty of convictions. Um, you, you could make a very strong case not to back either of them. Mirage Dance is the one uh, who peaked third up in the Metropolitan at 2400 um, last time in, and looks set to do the same. Said you know nine dollars. It's oh, it might be a shade of overs, but it's it's not wide the cannon sort of material. I don't think. Um, but you know the fact of the matter is you've got horses like. Angel of Truth, we know what he is. Toffee Tongue, we know, you know, Spirit Ridge. These horses are single-figure odds in a Group 1 weight-for-age race worth $2 million. They should be 50, you know, if there was any guts to our weight-for-age ranks in this country, but there isn't. Um, Melody Bell is totally unknown at 2,400 and drawn terribly. But she might actually be the best horse in the race. If I had to bet, I'd back her, but I, I don't have to. Okay. The joys of it. Race 8, Doncaster Prelude, Group 3, 1,500. Rock is favourite. Equal favourite with Yard Ash around four eighty a piece. Subida seven dollars. Buffalo Rivers eight fifty. You're out to double figures for the rest of them. Mark Shan Rockov was obviously scratched from Bendigo, uh, drawn pretty awkward. Uh, does draw pretty nice here, but we'll get back. What's your thoughts on the favourite? 
Um, look, he ran very well first up in what's turned out now to be a strong race. We think it over coming out of that race and winning the rider. Um, he has got a good 1,500-metre record. Now, I don't think he paraded all that flash um, first up. A horse who normally looks really well in the coat, he looked a bit off to me. So, um, look, he's going to run on and be hard to beat. But I think a lot will depend on the track pattern, even though there is a lot of speed in this race. And the track pattern... Um, might be against my horse as well, Subadar, who I think is just thrown in with 53 kilos here. He's one of these, at 1,200 his last two starts, but I think he's been crying out for distance. So just the way he was dodging those wet tracks and he had to go back to Melbourne uh, to 1,200 to find a dry track and then go to Kembla. Over 1,200, I think, stepping up in trip is ideal. They're in a good section of winning there. Obviously, they'll have to be running on for him to win, but uh, I thought he was worth a play with no weight on his back. Yep, I think that's fair enough. That Flemington win was ultra-impressive when we were on course. Mark Roden, uh, your thoughts on Subedar, amongst others? Yeah, I think it's a it's a good competitive race, but I, I found it a bit hard to work out. I wanted to find Subedar. I just don't like the map. Yep. Um, Mark would to that. I'm not sure back and wide, six-metre rail, et cetera, et cetera, is going to be a great setup. He's certainly good enough to win, um, but I just don't like that setup. If, if Rock, if they can make some use of that barrier five and he doesn't get as far back as he usually does, I think he's probably the one to beat, but the market's found him. Yeah, Dash um, dropped seven kilos off a, a good win, a good enough win in week, week grade, but um, to, to sort of launch into him at around five-ish dollars, I'd rather... Um, Horses like his two stable mates and Arcademus and Buffalo River went there because it could be the sparks could be flying up front. Um, yeah, can't really find an angle at this point betting wise. I, I wanted to find Batiga as well. I thought it was really good at Newcastle first up, um, but it's it's drawn on the car park as well. Um, it's uh, it's a tough race. I, I wonder if the punter's friend um, Priadiris now it's got double figure odds might stick his head up and. Um, just sail through in the fence and run past them all um, just to stick his middle finger up at the punters who've made him 6-4 to favourite about his last 10 starts and got beat but um, <laughs> yeah it's that kind of race I, I can't find a, a real betting angle at this point Okay, we're going to finish off with a benchmark 88 over 1400 metres and goodness gracious me this is a market uh, $4.60 to field Star Spangled Rodeo on top from Great News, Bound to Win Academy, Lena's Hero it just keeps going. Uh, Mark Sheen, where's the dart landed? Um, depends on the track, the way it's playing. If they can make ground, I thought Nudge was really good first up. Um, but she will need luck and, and need them to be running on. Um, thought Great News was fantastic first up as well at Gosford. Didn't beat much, but uh, ran a good split there to win. Uh, didn't jump all that well. Sustained a strong finish from the back. Looks to be a bit of decent speed in this race here with Academy, something fast, resuming. Segalas won't be too far off them. Great news would probably roll forward as well if it jumps. So, tricky race. If they can run on, I'm having something on nudge. If they're not, I'll probably be on great news. Okay. Mark Roden, anything for yourself in the in the last year? Well, this race is going to change complexion a bit tomorrow morning because six of the 19 mm. uh, listed are emergencies. So, <laughs> a third of the field is going to come out, which is going to change the map. And, and they've all got... Everything's got a jockey on too, so nothing's intending to scratch at this point by the look of it. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, Star Spangled Radio was going really well before um, it's run at Muzzlebrook last start, and you could make a number of excuses for it there. 
Um, I'm just worried he might have been to the top because he, he put in two really good runs in succession. Um, did have excuses last start, but um, came off that peak and he's now got to get back up there. But he'll he'll map well. Um, great news. I think he's certainly good enough to win. Uh, I don't love the jockey and barrier. I've said enough about this jockey over the years, but I won't say it again. But um, also, his target's going to be the provincial championship, which he qualified for last start. So this could just be a tick over run. They don't desperately need to win this with the, um, you know, what is it, half a million dollar race coming up. That's going to be the target. Um, yeah, and yeah, honestly, just have to wait and see how the map sets up after the scratchings tomorrow. And it keeps going from there. Okay, that brings us to the end. Best value, any lay bets you're having? Mark Sheen, I'll start with you. Um, I like Conrad, and I think California's inbound maps uh, fantastically in that um, uh, sprint race. Um, the Star Kingdom and uh, Lay, I haven't given that much thought to tell you the truth. Um, and I'm, I'm not really fussed on Melody Bill. I know Mark uh, liked it to some extent, but not fussed on him. That's right. Betfair might not be working anyway. Uh, Mark Roden, for yourself. <laughs> That's a good point. It's, a, it's had a pretty checkered week for the old yeah, bear. Exactly. But, uh, anyway, um, well, for what it's worth, uh, my best bet, so you can treat them as lays if you like, uh, Shared Ambition, Nimalee and Hungry Heart at the okay. current prices. Beautiful. We'll join Rob Scurry on Monday to review the meeting. It's uh, hotting up in Sydney if it hasn't already. Uh, it's plenty of good racing ahead. Hopefully the weather holds up for the next few weeks. Thank you to you both. Go well and uh, enjoy the card. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, mate. See you, Mark.